Welcome to Member Card Radio! Oh. Wait, what? I'm sorry, I had a spaz attack. Um, um, okay. We've been gone for a while. This is your fault. Audience at home. Yep. Should have asked for not enough, Not enough subscriptions for us to make if videos. You, if you would like, comment, and subscribe like we said. I will say, though, I've been taking all the subscribers. The subscribers on my gaming channel, like, tripled the other day. Y'all just true. subscribe to Final Fantasy XIV shit. Them League of Legends videos, though. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun one. And I did the uh, the bad idea of posting it to Reddit. Ended up being good, but typically a bad idea to post your stuff mm -hmm. on Reddit. Kind of a scary place. Very critical of people. Reddit can go one way or the other very easily. Um, yeah, they were mostly nice, but I got a, I got a huge amount of dislikes. For, for the new audiences. <laughs> but that's fun. This is no, Max, this is John, hey. Hey, and this is Eric. And now we'll talk about um, we We're like the guests on the games. show. We're not real. We're, we're yeah. a rip-off of Continue. Um, except we're funny. I'm a, I'm a figment of Michael Jordan's <laughs> imagination. What's up? Cool. Yeah. So we were talking about, right before we started the episode, yes. we were talking about... I spit on you. Um, no, don't worry about ...methods it. of playing retro games that aren't the actual hardware. There Recording them as well. this thing I saw for 130, and I cannot think of the name. It was like a 6-in-1 device that came out like this year. And it's, like and it's not the Retron 5. It's not the Retron 5. It's it's like a competitor. If it's 6-in-1, I'm, I'm going to say it's Retron It's like six. 6 or 9, because it also does uh, Famicom and Super Famicom mm -hmm. as well. How much did you say? Retron 5 does that. Um, it was 130, but it does GBA. That's and cool. all Game Boy games, actually. Five GBA, and, well, maybe it is. Or it might be in that, because I don't know of anything else that does all but that. But it, it was like, I just remember what was famous for is the difference was, well, the other one scaled everything native. Mm -hmm. This would upscale everything, give you the options of like emulator stuff, but it runs off your game. Right. It's yeah. emulators that's activated by your game and they're upscale. Yes, yeah, but it's not a ROM. I think you're it's playing natively off your game. Okay. But it'll up, it'll make everything HD and pretty and, and, and they'll do some artifacting and fix it up. And clean uh, it. You could, there, I mean, there's a lot of things out there that do this, but from, from what you're saying, that basically describes the Retron 5. And what, what I don't like about that and the FC Twin and like a lot of these other machines that are made. They they all seem to grip the cartridges really tight, mm -hmm. and if you ever use one, it's like, it feels like you're pulling something that's not supposed to come out when you're trying to get your cartridge out. Like you really have to pull it, and that scares the shit out of me because that feels like it's going to wear down your cartridges. So that, for that reason alone, really, I don't I don't use them because I tried mm -hmm. a couple of these things and they all seem to do that. It scares me. Yeah, because you know the, the machines are going to be around forever because there's always going to be somebody making machines that plays these games. But the games are not going to be manufactured anymore. Yeah, if you, you know put something I mean? like Earthbound in that, that would. So be I mean, if you, if you, yeah, I mean, if you're shortening the lifespan of a game that is no longer being manufactured, I, I just don't think it's worth it. I say get, get the hardware that you need, get the real hardware. That's, that's how I feel about it. I'm a purist. Like, I hear you. That's fair. I guess, I guess for GBA stuff would be like the appeal. Mainly, I'd love to play Mother 3 on the screen. and Well, mm -hmm. even then, it would have to depend on lag. That's a word. Because that's a rhythm, technically. True. Like you gotta and you can always get a Superboy. I think that's what it's called. What's a Superboy? It's, like, it's I, the it, cartridge for SNES, right? Yeah, yeah. plug in Game Boy games. Oh! Yeah, yeah. And that oh. still, I mean, that's, <laughs> works for people. That's, the, that's the official way to do it. But I, I never tried the Retron 5. I don't... I, I don't know if it still has that gripping issue or not. So if anyone would like to buy us a Retron Five, try it out. Um, call me. Mm -hmm. For the purposes of recording them and getting them online, I could see that really simplifying things. Yeah, it would be so simple I mean, if you bought it for us. If like, it's like a copy of Sonic Two or something, and you have like three copies, and you can get another one for two dollars, I don't know where. It's it. harder, um, especially in 2015. This is kind of funny, but it's actually harder to record the old consoles as, as opposed to 
mm. HDMI. I have an Elgato, and I have to do quite a bit to, to capture a retro console. Like, I, I tried to do it with my N64. And the way the Elgato works is that there's an in and an out. On the in, mm-hmm. you would normally plug in um, HDMI, and then on the out is HDMI to your monitor that you're going to watch it with. There's no delay, really. And then there's also in the out a USB that goes to your computer to capture the, the footage just going through this little Elgato box, right? But with a... Um, with an analog signal console, it the 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 message just gets blo- just screwed up in the box and, and it doesn't really show up on um, the screen. It does get captured. I mean, you could if you could uh, play a game blind without looking, then you could do it. But I'm gonna have to get a powered splitter. I mean, twenty bucks, whatever. But mm-hmm. still, is I, that uh, what that is? Whenever you're watching a video and like the sprites are missing and you're like, what? That's interlacing. Yeah, that's interlacing. That's um. You mean like if like somebody gets hit and then the like, character disappears and, and it really should be flickering? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's they, because they of play perfectly and then I'm like, what? That's 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 when you um. I see that more in emulation. I think. Yeah. When it's just complete like objects that are gone or they look flat or something. I feel something. like we've gotten mm-hmm. past that point in emulation. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't uh, do a lot of emulation. I see it a lot in um. And not that I do that. I see it in N64. Um, go if you go home and, and download a super, the first Super Smash Brothers emulator, the items will fuck up a little bit. Hmm. The, the 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 they look they get like intensely skinny and you can barely tell what they are. It's kind of weird. How do they make emulate? Do they take like are they somehow extracting data from the actual game to make an emulation, like to make a ROM? I have no idea. Or are they like recreating so, the whole game from scratch somehow? It's kind of like, like how do they it's do? not they're they're recreating the game. They're, they're, you can rip the file. Right. From the thing, but what, when it comes to the how do you do that though? It's like well, there there is a process. I, I think there's a device that they have that that will do that for mm-hmm. you. I, I remember um, when Mother One was discovered because there was a Mother One copy or Earthbound Zero, you know, that there was like one of a kind, and and the collector got it and immediately ripped the hell out of it so everyone could play it because it was mm-hmm. official translation. They just never released that game. Oh, yeah. It, there's a really interesting story behind that, but um. Because they were just like, screw it, let's just go straight to the SNES one. Yeah. Um, so you can rip that. I think what an emulator mainly does, it is kind of like trying to run a Windows 98 thing on your new thing. It's trying to, like the name suggests, it's emulating a device. It is trying to figure out the coding or the, the iOS or whatever that it used to retrieve the information. But now we're at the point where we're, we're, um, we're so far, because we've been doing it for so long, that we can just make things look better. Mm-hmm. So you can like like let's say you emulate a GameCube game right now. Dolphin can, baby. Dolphin. You can upscale that shit to 1080p and make it look way nicer. And that's because we're at that point where yeah, you can get the game to run. But now we don't want to stop working on it. We can go let's in there just and fuck with let's it. go farther and see mm-hmm. how much nicer we can get these games to look. And speaking on Dolphin, I think we we need to mention that uh, that developer that uh, that killed herself the other day. That sucks. I'd rather not, but but you know what? I'll do, I feel like I want to acknowledge it. You know yeah. what? We, we will. Sure. I'm, I'm just yeah. going to say this. It's a damn shame. Um, Gamergate stuff aside, I just don't fucking be mean to people. Yep. Like, really. Like, did you hear like, about it, by the way? There was no, a, I didn't. A, a transgendered girl who worked on uh, Dolphin killed, was told to jump off a bridge, and she did it. Because uh-huh. it was, like, too much. And she worked on the Dolphin emulator. She was 23. She was way too young. Well, you know, there was probably more going on there than than just internet hate because it everyone gets harassment. Hate. Though I'm not saying it's, it's not... excusable. The internet hate needs to stop, but obviously, I mean, no. she had she was she had some other stuff going. I'm on. not saying she, she didn't have, have other stuff, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna all hate is bad 
That's really what it comes down to. Oh, absolutely. It just, just you know, just love everyone. That's I, all it takes. I think one thing that struck me about the whole situation, I saw the screen caps of the conversations. I think it was on her um, Ask yeah. FM. Yeah. She was weirdly calm about it. She's like, no, I'm going to do it. Everyone's like, you're not going to do it. You tried before and it didn't work. She's like, no, it's, wow. I, have, I know why I'm going to do it now. It's fine. I'll just do it. And you know, and she did it. I feel like, I, I, I feel like 80 or 90% of negative nonsense on the internet is just fucking kids. Just talking out of their ass, and they don't—they barely even mean what they say. I, you know? I, I get that, but and, when and the, if it's it, when these things become groups, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to turn this whole podcast into a super serious thing, but right. like it, it, it's the it's the Gamergate movement a little bit. Like when when you have people that are loud, it attracts other loud people, and then they will, you know, like and you have a shit voices fight. come together. I mean, it's. It's remember when Oculus was bought by Facebook and there were death threats given to the people mm-hmm. at Facebook. It's right. like you know, like I'm sure these are people that are kids that are dumb, but somebody might take it too far, and it doesn't change the fact that th- there's no way that should ever be acceptable. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if you are in high school, I'm not saying I necessarily believe in censorship, but we have an education problem if that is the case. It should never come to that. Right. You should be restricted before you're allowed to use the internet if you cannot handle it well, and if you're going to do that. And the fact that we're at this point, you know, it says a lot about our society, but it, fuck it, video games. I don't want to get into it too deep, but like, you know, just, sure. just if, if you like our show, love everyone, that's all I want. And, and on the bright side, yeah. um, I feel like the internet community as a whole is leagues more mature than it was 10 years ago. Yes. I feel sure. like... I remember like some of my older videos on my YouTube channel. It was just straight up, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay. And I mean, that still happens, but I don't know. I just feel like there's always kids on the internet mm-hmm. and there's always, but originally it was just kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Parents didn't know what the hell they were doing. Grandparents obviously didn't know what the hell they were doing. It was just kids. And I feel like those kids, really us. I don't disagree. Grew up, but- and a lot of us, and, and as we continue to grow up, I feel like the kids will always be saying shit, but I feel like the internet community as a whole is getting better, and we just need to, you know, continue on our current trajectory. And I, I think, just as a whole, you know, like a community. I mean, there's always idiots here and there, but I, I do feel like if you compare comment sections of stuff now, by and large, compared to what it was ten years ago, I think Segregated, we are getting though. better. It's segregated, is what it is. I mean, I, I kind of feel like those people might be on like nine gag and four tan. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, yeah. I, I feel, I feel like it's less that they're not there, as in they're just in different places. Right. I mean, they'll find their little corners where where they where yeah. they're more comfortable. Which is a better system. But, yeah, and okay. and eventually, yeah, and over time, I think those corners get smaller and smaller, and you know, they they may reach a point where they plateau and they stop getting smaller. But I feel like they're they're already. I'm, I think we're starting to see marginalization of, of internet hate already. I think uh, within YouTube itself, within the confines of YouTube, we're not talking about Reddit, 14, whatever. Just in YouTube, I think the percentage of people who say terrible things to the people who don't, it's a lot better than it was 10 years ago. Which I, think, mm. I think it's what oh, you're yeah. saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you go to a video and you find someone that says uh, homosexual or ableist slur, like gay or retard or something like that, there's always backlash in the comments. There's people who are like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Don't yeah. say that. It, that never would have happened. Yeah. Everyone would be like, yeah. Yeah, like, I've noticed that too. There's people that will reply to someone's mean bullshit comment, say, "You're an idiot." You know, like, "Don't yeah. talk like that. Don't be like that. Why do you act like that?" Social justice you, warrior. I never saw that. Like Max was saying, like five, six years ago, even like I, I barely saw any of that. This is something that's really started in the past few years, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. it, a lot of it's because a lot of our generation, the people that were kids when internet was a thing, and we figured out, you know, AOL Instant Messenger, and we figured out MySpace, and we did all this shit for our parents. We were the internet community. And we're all 
essentially grown up now. Yeah. And very few of us are, are, are dicks anymore. Yep. At least in, comparatively, I think, I think it's I, getting better. I, I don't like the concept that I'm an adult. <laughs> that is a terrifying I just thought. mean technically. I, don't I, know. I have a cool example of, uh, of growth in the internet community and just through people, uh, agent stuff. Mm -hmm. I consider uh, Bo Burnham a very talented mm -hmm. a musician, comic. He's very, very, he's, he's, he's thoughtful, he's mindful. Um, he, he thinks before he speaks, yada, yada, yada. But go watch his Comedy Central Presents special from like when he was 18 years old. Oh my God, that thing is full of like gay jokes and rape jokes. It's bad. Yeah. And I just, I never thought about it until I watched it recently. I'm like, holy shit. And no one cared then because it's just that's what the state of the internet was at the time. Yeah, I mean, I so remember no one cared. Everyone th I that thought it was used hilarious. to be the only type of thing I thought was funny. And now it's like one of the only things I don't think is funny. John, have you been playing any games? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this again. Yes. Um, hey, John, have you been playing any new games? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm about to beat... Um, uh, Batman Arkham Origins that? on the Wii U, it, and it's alright. That was on the Wii U. Yeah, it's, it was one of the first Wii <coughs> games I got, and it's okay. I like it. You can you can tell that it's somebody else duplicating another developer's thing, but they're doing it really good. I'm, I was actually really like reluctant about playing it because I love Rocksteady's thing so much. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's it's solid. I'm liking it. And um, right after that, I'm going to dive into Bayonetta two. And then I'm gonna buy Earthbound. Cool. And I'm gonna play some Earthbound. Maybe we could stream some Earthbound. Yeah, Honestly, because I've never played it. So. If we sure. all could play Earthbound together, it'd be great. Yeah. And I also highly recommend. Could you sit there and watch someone else play it though, without going, "Oh God, I don't know." We can figure it out. I feel we like you're it. such a pro at it. You know what I mean? It you might know, bother you. I, I I will say this: I don't mind losing. What I think I mind is you skipping dialogue. Okay, well, if, I wouldn't do that. If you're the kind of guy that doesn't want to talk to NPCs, that would bother me way more than somebody who loses. Okay, because the beginning of that game is is rough, and and honestly, you know, like I I do mean that it is hard at the beginning, but like it smooths out once you get a second party mm -hmm. member. But if you're the kind of guy that just doesn't care about plot, and you're just gonna skip all the really great dialogue in that game, that would be the thing. But it's a story driven game, isn't it? <laughs> it's not just story driven; it's the weirdest sense of humor. Cool. Like, like, the, hmm. like, what I'm in love with that game, okay, there'll be a dog inside All right. a restaurant, right? Our and you'll talk to the dog, he'll go woof woof, and then at the bottom will say, I've been possessed by the ghost of the game designer, let me explain to you how items work. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then after that will be like, okay, the developer is leaving my body now, woof woof. That's such that a, is like, like the kind of humor. That's such a like Japanese thing to do. You will walk up to people and be like, "Hey, do you still wet your bed?" You know, like they are crazy. This is the weirdest sense of humor <laughs> in any video game you'll we ever need to play. play. This, yeah, we do. I yeah. am in love with that game. Cool, and we'll it is, and it, it is right up your alley, especially. Thank and you. Mother Three is oh, also. I said thank you. <laughs> and Mother thank you. Three. That is <laughs> Mother 3 is also great, but it's a little more traditional. Because mm -hmm. Mother 3 is, is more story-driven, and, and Earthbound is more about just the experience. Because you have right. no idea what the hell you're stepping in. Cool. Okay. And it just keeps going in these weird... One minute you'll be fighting cavemen, and the next you'll be attracting uh, zombies with a pie inside a circus tent. Excellent. And it just keeps going in all these weird directions. And weirdly, the story is good. And it, mm -hmm. you feel something at the end, and mm -hmm. it, and I, it, it is an ending that might choke you up. And you fucking Ness. Yeah, your name's Ness. Yeah. There is a character that's canon name is Pooh. That's good. That is their canon name. I like it. You can change it, but his Why would his you? default name is Pooh. 
Okay. But the best. I would maybe change it to poo poo. My favorite thing is you can name your favorite food because your mom will make whatever you like for food, and everybody mm. usually calls it something offensive like shit. So you'll be like, "Hey Ness, I made you some shit," <laughs> and it's always funny. I okay. uh, I started up a game of Ocarina of Time the other day because yeah. you know I like that game and uh, I named my character Red. I don't know. So, what, thought, so what, what, what happens? That was, a, that was a reference to Pokemon, kind yeah. of. You know, oh. Pokemon Red. Anyway, so the game, I got a, new, I got a game. It's, um, it's not necessarily new to me, uh, but I've never owned it until the other day. I got it on eBay. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Really cool. I, I love that game. Game Grumps playing that lately? Uh, yeah. Uh, they they kind of like... Um, they dictate all our purchasing. They, uh, yeah, that's why I got Super Bomb. They, they, re, <laughs> they re, reinvigorated, I, I think that's a good uh, good way to explain it. My, my, my love for it. Uh, as I used mm-hmm. to have it, and um, I enjoyed it, and I never... That's a game you should have. I, I always I always have. rented it and I just never had it. And it was like you know twelve bucks on eBay, so I picked it up and and I've played through most of it. I still need to beat it. It's really cool. It's it's interesting. There's a sequel to it. Is there? There's none. Oh, this and that's be. what bothers me. Game Grumps was, was mentioning. I think uh, Pro Jared mentioned this, and this is a really really interesting thought. This it's literally the perfect game for the Wii U. For one, the time span between then and now is exactly perfect because all the kids that were playing Pokemon Pokemon Snap are now in their twenties who with money that can buy games. Right? There's that. Um, also, the Wii U is the exact perfect platform for a game where you fucking take pictures because you yeah, have you have a, you a gamepad with a gyroscope in it and take yeah. pictures like that. And you have the Miiverse where you can share your pictures. Like it's just it's exactly can perfect. The, the can you do like the augmented reality with the Wii U, like you can with the augmented Vita? Reality. You well, can, it's like when you, you have like a character it. in your like in your living room and like you move the controller around. You and, can't and do it, that, but, yeah. which, but you do have three hundred sixty degree access. Like if I turn it like that, it'll work. It's fucking crazy. But it won't okay. take your room. It's not going to do something crazy okay, well, like that. But you know, but yeah, I, we need more. Po- I don't know why they never made it. It was successful mm. financially. There's yeah. a- it was critically successful, and it's the only one that exists. Here's how you know if a game was successful in in 20 years. Is it still like tw- ten dollars on eBay? Like because there's a lot mm-hmm. of them. Then it's successful. That's well, how you can tell. 64 games have uh, have held their value very well. Yeah, especially if you look on eBay. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. I sold Cruisin' USA, like a pretty generic racing game. For like twenty five dollars. I used to play this shit out of. And that's pretty. And that's pretty average, actually. It goes for higher and lower than that, I guess. But like, uh, I had a, I twenty five dollars. I sold that for. That's a fucking like, almost. It's probably over ten years old now, I guess. Did either of you ever play Iggy's Wrecking Balls? No. Mm-mm. Weird game. You're like this sort of like reptile character that's in a ball, and it's a racing game where everyone else is in a ball. I and did characters play and You just bounce. It's fucking I weird. did play. That that. Really very very strange. Very Nintendo-y. It's. I don't even remember it being that good, but it sticks out in my head, and I, I played it a lot when I was good. What once. system is it on? N64. Yeah. Okay. At least. I, I mean, it might be on others. I don't know. But it's a good one for the Rumble Pack. Remember Chameleon yep. Twist? No. You, there, that, there were two games. They were platformers, but like the the trick was you had this giant tongue, and you could like lick to get to different places, and you could <laughs> lick your enemies. So be like, and then you control the tongue, and you would go and like grab someone or grab a ledge and go. So like a platformer. Yeah. Things huh. we need to play. And, Ooh, and socket for the Sega Genesis. I just discovered this. I sent you a video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, looks yeah. fun as hell. Oh wow. It's a Sonic clone. But you play this weird... I don't even know what the animal is. Is it like a duck or something? I don't know. It's a, it's but a, it looks like so much fun. I We should stream that when I get it, because I'm going to get that like soon. We should play Choo Choo Rocket. <gasps> I have that. You do? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll play it. It's weird. It. Yeah, I love it's, it. I tried it on my own, it's so and dumb. it was like... Yeah, I was like, I can't do this by myself. i got to have friends to play this with. But 
I haven't really thought about it until you just now mentioned it. Mouse so frenzy. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I barely even understand it. It's it's really oh, hectic and it's really good. confusing and it's fun. It's Sonic Team. Same people who made Sonic made Choo Choo Rocket. Rest in peace. I Sonic. believe it. Yeah. Choo Choo Rocket was is that Dreamcast? Yeah. Yeah, it's Dreamcast. Yeah. Also, See, speaking man. of rest in peace, <laughs> Silent Hill. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that makes me sad. And we got to go back down into the down and they, uh, again. They, they, they took they took PT off of PlayStation, didn't they? I still yeah. have it downloaded. Yeah, don't delete it. I'm not, uh, I know. I wanted to make sure I still had it on my hard drive. And I, I still have Flappy Bird on my phone. And I'm not taking it off. Don't. Never. Man, sell it. That it's this fun. is like the biggest, most in-your-face casualty of the state of AAA games today. Isn't you it? know, Konami. It's like the perfect example of what's wrong with the gaming community. This game should be made. Everyone wants it. The talent wants to make it, but some dickhead in, a, in an office somewhere. No, we know said, what no. happened. It, it, there, there was very. Um, there is a YouTube channel that I like called um, Bunny Hop or something like that. Hmm. Uh, Super Bunny Hop. Anyway, so he did an investigation, and he talked to people from Konami, and he, you know, he has some interesting things. Apparently, there is officially a fallout between Kojima and the head of Konami. Mm-hmm. Konami's head doesn't want it to make video games anymore. They make a lot more money gambling and making all these gambling products, and they. He basically, what, what kind of gambling products? Like we're PC talking games? slot machines. Like actual like, physical like machines. If, yeah, and like iOS as well. You know, mm-hmm. but like these very small things. And right now there's only three games that are profitable that they have, which is their soccer game, Metal mm-hmm. Gear, and DDR. Yeah. And they have restructured, so they fired everyone. The reason they, he screwed over um, Kojima now is because they're months off from MGS5. So he knows that they won't say anything because they're so close to release. You know, they, don't, they, want to hurt their they game. don't want to hurt the game because he's put his heart and soul in it. Well, you know, that fucking sucks. That really, really, like, genuinely upsets me because Silent Hill, yeah. those original three or four games were so good. And, and we were, we were going to approach that quality again. They weren't going to be the same type of game because it's different people, but... We were going to be at that same level again. I don't remember the last time I watched someone stream a game that watching the stream terrified me of someone else playing. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That hasn't happened to me in a long time. There is a silver lining to this story, though. There are many people that have left or are leaving when Kojima's gone from the production. Because they don't want to be there. Leaving with him. Yeah. Doing a Jerry Maguire Mm -hmm. and be like, who's coming with me? So they're probably going to make a new studio. And, and that means he's going to be able to make new things. I wonder if he'll be able to take his Fox engine, because I know that's kind of his baby. You know, I don't know, but weirdly, I, I don't think I care as much. The yeah. engine is not what matters to me. It just what I want to see him do other stuff, because mm-hmm. he's wanted to do it forever. Yeah. He's wanted to stop Metal Gear, because he's been, working, he's been working on it for, God, 20 years. You could really tell in that PT trailer, like, I could really see... He was excited. I could see, like, the stretching of creative legs, you know? Enthusiasm. So imagine this guy, he can't go back to Metal Gear now. He can make whatever he wants. It could be a visual novel, it could be a movie, it could be, like, a science... Who knows? It sucks it has to happen that way, but it is a good thing for him in the long run. And for gaming, I suppose. Didn't he actually, like, say, I mean, like, you know, when it's, like, trans, literally translated, he said something along the lines of, like, 
I'm I made PT so people would shit their pants. Didn't he say something like well, that? Well, yeah, he, he said, said he was making Silent Hill originally to piss himself, and uh-huh. now he's and then but he changed his mind. Okay, that that was what the company wanted, and he's right. like, no, I'm gonna go the full on shit your pants. Right, and that's that so great. A, it just that, that's such a real like. He said that you can tell <laughs> you can tell Kojima worked on that game when the game crashed. There's a lot of heart in that had, demo, and oh has oh, the yeah, code yeah, yeah. show up, and I'm like, oh, and think, oh no, I gotta plug the controller in control port two now. This is so coaching. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. But game. seriously, that guy, like, I, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm so confused if I should buy it new or used. I think I'm going to get it new as, like, the final. Why Konami. wouldn't you get it new? Because you're supporting Konami, who, who took his name off it. Kojima's getting some of it, though, too, I'm sure. He, he's a contractor. He's now. Like, he's not getting paid for the he's game. He's already paid. paid. He's already, he, okay. He, he got paid the one-time salary. Whatever money this makes goes to Konami. Well, he, he doesn't make any. Action. I could understand the argument of getting it pre-owned then. I I know because I guarantee you some bros are gonna buy it and be like, "What? This is way too hard!" And they're gonna trade it in like two hours later. So I would have have waited and got a petition for his name on it. But here's the thing: the man on outside of Konami just says, "Please just get it." I put my heart and soul into this. This is the last thing I'm gonna do with him. You know, like, ignore that shit for just this one game, and then whatever. And I respect the hell out of that, and I will do that. Because he, I love that man. I don't see why why publishers like Konami need to choose, like, the mobile games over making AAA games. Can't you walk and chew gum at the same time? Well... You do realize that Konami has screwed up every single franchise that isn't Metal Gear, right? Yeah, but this isn't just Konami. This is like, I mean, Nintendo seems to be a good example. They're doing it right, I feel like. They're going to continue on their consoles and their handhelds, but they're also going to work with another company to make mobile stuff. Can't we do that? Like, can't you do both? Here's the deal. I think what matters more is do you care more about creativity or profit? It, indie game designers are entirely creativity. They make literally what they want. Right. That is, you know. And I can understand how they go hand in hand. When you, you know, have something do. like an EA, the man upstairs really doesn't care if the game is well received or how much content is cut. They they care purely about, hey, how much money can we get out of this? Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you'll get a Metal, uh, not Metal Gear, um, Mortal Kombat with, like, all this DLC that obviously wasn't there. Right. If, if you think anyone creatively at Neverrealm said, hey, let's put in fi- easy fatalities for $5, I don't think that was a creative decision. That was a decision probably by the higher-ups. Well, they only care about profit. The thing about... Now, I, I'm an enormous Mortal Kombat fan. <laughs> I got Mortal Kombat X Day 1. Yeah. It's a fantastic game. I love it to death. And I really don't mind the easy fatality. What I mind... Is that Goro is on the fucking disc? Oh, I, I, I he's don't on you. the disc. You're not buying Goro. You're buying a 200 kilobyte unlock file. That's what I don't fucking like. The I, the easy fatality is optional. You can ignore it if you want. And I, I'm willing to kind of like, okay, I wish that wasn't there. But you know, they're leaving money on the table if they don't do it. I get that. Whatever. They got to make money. Fine. But when you're taking things away that were in the game and then charging me extra for it. That's that's when I say fuck you. I'm probably you not know, even going to buy it. I have a rule, and it works really well, mm-hmm. which is whenever there's a microtransaction in a game, you can still buy the game. Never buy one. Never. Ever. It's not worth because it. Because when you do it, you are telling them, I don't mind. Right. That is what it means. When, when you know, that's why I, I'll never play a free-to-play game on my phone and pay money. 
Well, the thing unless about, I feel it earns it. Yeah, like I mean, League of Legends would be something if you put money towards that. There's no guilt because you're buying here, characters. Right. Here, here's I'm, I'm what I like about League of Legends. You in League of Legends, there are there there's over a hundred characters you can choose from. It's getting huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Riot's making shit all the time. They're really right. really on top of their shit lately. Um, in that game, you can if you want to, you can spend real money to unlock characters. Alternatively. You play games and get you know influence points, which are like you know you, it's your it's the in-game currency to buy your runes and your your characters and whatever the fuck else. So you don't have to spend a cent ever, and it's not pay to win. Right. Pay to win is what I don't like. If there's a character that you literally just can't even touch that's in the game, unless you spend money, that's that's fucked up. And I've changed my mind entirely. Granted, it was due to an MMO, but like. Subscription model is fine with me now. Yep. Now that I realize what it is, right. after getting my hands on it, free to play scares me way more than uh, than any of that. Because um, I'm still playing Final Fantasy. I'm gonna make that a note. You know, I've done all the content. I'm just waiting for expansion. But right. I have fun. I've met some really good people. I want to talk about something related to that game, okay. by the way. But the, what it is, I'm getting so many patches of content. That, you know, and when I say patches, it's basically DLC that I'm getting of a substantial amount of quality that I'm getting on a regular basis. On top of that, I have, there's so much content in that game, I feel like the subscription more than justifies what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. You know, like I, like even if you're doing some incredibly long goal and you've accomplished everything, you don't feel like your time's wasted. I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. I'm still having a blast with it. And I feel, you know, like... I now understand the subscription model. I used to you bum. I used to complain because I thought it was nickel and diming, but now, this, at least for this game, it's opened my eyes and said they use the money and make the game better, and that is fine with me. I'll prefer. There's no restrictions. Erica, we're recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It says stop right there. Okay, it right. says uh, 34 minutes said, and two seconds. There. Okay, I'm far away, so I didn't... Okay. I, I think as far as microtransactions, if the thing I'm getting is fucking... If it's if it's sort of like an extra peripheral sort of part of the game and it's fucking cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I bought a skin the other day on League of Legends. There's a character called Udir. He's like this sort of like wilderness man. He's got this long brown beard. He's, he talks with a low voice. He's real tough and he punches people and shit. He mm-hmm. has four stances. He... He does his tiger stance, which is his crazy attack speed. He does the phoenix, which fire comes out, etc., etc., etc. He's a different animal for each of the stances. There's a skin that came out called Definitely Not Utir, <laughs> where each skin, instead of him turning into a tiger or a bird, it's just him wearing like a shitty tiger costume and a shitty bird costume <laughs> and a shitty. And the turtle one is that's he's like it. he's wearing a green hoodie with like a crappy like backpack. It's so mm-hmm. funny. So that's funny, yeah. And it like makes the game better and it changes nothing and it's. Like mechanically, and it's great. And that I can get mine. I like, didn't yeah. mind spending five dollars on it. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, so fun. Especially if the game is free to play. Yeah, but that—that's a catch. Mm-hmm. When I'm paying sixty dollars for a game, fuck you, microtransactions. You made your money off me. Sure. Sixty dollars, you've made it. Like, if you want to make a DLC, make it expansion. Don't do not like season passes are terrible. The, the paying for things that are on disc are terrible, and and even reusable things like like as I say the fatalities, it's terrible. I paid sixty dollars for something that should I mean, be a cheat code. If you have bought an easy fatality, you're an idiot. First of all, fatalities <laughs> are not difficult. It's they're about they're a maximum. They're like four directions and one button. If you, I'm I'm kind of wondering how you got to the end of a fight if you can't do that anyway. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it, well, then you have they're already like easy. Unlocking the vault for twenty dollars, 
But then, like, you know, they patched it to make it slower, so mm. reviewers got things unlocked way faster. Yeah, you get coins slower. And, you know... Which I don't that, mind. I don't mind that, I, I guess. I certainly mind that. You know, I mean... Like, it's just, incentive to make you want to give them extra it money. It is, it is. But, like, guys... It's a slippery slope. I mean, like, I always hear you can unlock it in the game, but, like, I, there's a fine line on that. I mean, free-to-play games... You theoretically can unlock something, but if it takes 12 hours to make a tiny bit of progress versus pay, and then you've made three times, right? like, yeah, you could do it, but it's obviously designed to encourage you not to and just give them more money. And I'm just like, see, I, I miss the day, just, just pay one fee. Pay one fee. Buy the game. Buy the, get game, the game. Be satisfied with the product, and then think DLC where it's, I have another thing I want to make. Mm -hmm. Not... I've planned this before the game came out. It is, you know, I have a good idea for expansion. People really well receive it. StarCraft Two is recent, and I feel like that's a good example. StarCraft Two like, was a full product, like early in and the it last. It took two years for that expansion to come out, and it was a full product. Yeah. Yep. And that is perfect. It has its own box. Has its own box. It matters. Part right. of the swarm. <laughs> The Evil Within's done a real good job. My uh, my game of the year for last year has done a good job with mm -hmm. that. They have two expansions. I still need to borrow that. They're both worth the money, and and they're like they're just little. They're smaller games mm -hmm. within that universe for a smaller price. I'm fine with. It. I like that. It wasn't on the disc when I bought it. It's new. They've made it since you know after the fact, and they're both good. And episodic. I fucking love life. You is like strange. you like the episodic. I really life like is life strange. is strange. I really like uh, the first season of Walking Dead. Some Telltale stuff's good, but mm. like here's the thing: I will always justify this for episodic. Episodics are cheaper games that you may pay. You know, you may have to wait longer. It keeps your interest in it longer. Mm -hmm. You think about it longer. You play it longer, and I pay half the price. It does. It does kind of interestingly blend. The I like the feeling you get when you're watching a new show, and you're and you get hung up on a cliffhanger, and you have to wait for the next episode. It mixes that with gaming, which is cool. But it's it's built for an even longer time to discuss and think mm -hmm. about it because right. it, like okay, so Life is Strange. I've had like six week waits between episodes, which is fine because the two episodes that have been released, I love this game. Like like even if it goes downhill from this point on. Mm -hmm. I, the first episode, two episodes, really grabbed me. Right. I've paid $25 for all of it. Episode one, $5. It's not much of an investment if you want to check it out. Um, because you can just get the first episode because they let you do that. But even though like I don't have most of the content, I'm actively excited for a thing that I bought. And it's not like a season pass. I'm just waiting for the majority of it to come. And, mm -hmm. it's, and you know it's a type of game that would never come out for $60. It's not the kind of game I would expect to ever see on disc because it's mm -hmm. not that kind of product. Right. But I love it. It yeah. It's so I, good. I'm more. I like. I get that. I'm probably more just my, me personally more partial to waiting until they're all out and buying them all at once just because that's how I am. But I like that concept though, and and it's clearly not a ploy to make more money. You're gonna it's Netflix way, the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna binge it. But I mean, it's like. It's not a way to dick with us. It's just a different way to do games. And I can I can appreciate that. Well, even if you binge it, just just at least give it a couple days to sink in. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully this is relevant, but we haven't got to Eric. Eric, have you been playing any new games? And is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh. Other than Life is Strange. Yeah, we, we uh, did these and then this so one. So I played this new game called Final Fantasy XIV. How's that? Yeah. How oh, you, you're still on that, how man. You, how, how you liking that game? That, it's that like the past three game. episodes. That's all you're playing. I've been playing that <laughs> since the beginning. I mean, January. to be fair, every episode, I the game that I play primarily is League of Legends. So if it makes you feel... That's here's true. the thing. I'm broke. Nothing's come out. And no, Bloodborne? Have we talked about Bloodborne? We did on in the car, so yes, we did. Okay, well, other than Bloodborne, which I still love massively, I, I finished it, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and uh, I'm, yeah, it's it's easily game of the year, unless, cool. unless like Metal Gear beats it right now. Uh, I'm thinking Metal Gear is probably gonna destroy. Uh, well, if nothing else, it's the game of the year that doesn't have a dirty history. Um, the game Konami. I'm Konami I'm, to. We're not, not giving Kojima. Konami game of the year. We're giving the game game. Of the year. Well, we gotta wait and see what it is. But I'm confident. I'm pretty confident that game's gonna destroy everything. Two out of ten. Um, <laughs> I he, here's something I learned from Final Fantasy XIV, and it relates to Gamergate. Okay. Um, Gamergate know, search tag. Yeah. Yay! I just wanted to say Trigger that warning. Here. So I, I've, I, I, there's a guild in Twerk. the game that I'm now in with with people who I've made better friends. Sure. Mm -hmm. and, and we voice chatted. You know how statistically it's like 49% of gamers are women, but you never think that because you never see them, you know? Holy shit. They really are. They're just hidden. Because I learned, like, at least in this game, half my guild are women. And that's that. It, it's it's not that anyone makes a deal. It surprised me. And I think you that's, don't that's good. Think um, it, it's great. Absolutely. I, my, my worry with that statistic was, oh, they're probably... I mean, this isn't... IPhone, I wouldn't right. say this is. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I think a lot of it they, they count mobile games because mobile games are games. Um, so I think they would count that. But I'm I'm glad that even with that in the statistics, that it's that's still true in in, in other games. At least with this experience. But mm -hmm. I think a it's, lot of it has to do with the its text, and that you know that you you the voice chat we're going outside of the game to do. We're going on Ventrilo, which is like Skype, but you have to press a button. I like mm -hmm. Ventrilo. Anyway, so we're on there. And that was the only way you, that was revealed. Sure. And I just, you naturally assume everyone you talk to is a dude, just because. Because uh, right. heteronormative. Never, yeah. Never, 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 never. And they're never talking in, in your game, because every time a girl talks on the internet, someone hits on them or whatever. Right. It, it was refreshing to learn that, like, no, they, they really do. They're just hidden. It's nice. They're like they're like little elves hidden in the corners of the forest. <laughs> like but they're, they're all but they're there. all over the forest. They're all over the forest, but you never see them because yeah. they're scared of you. They're, they're mystical. They're mystical, but yeah. they but they're there. You just gotta believe. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. There, there's a there's a voice. Um, there's a, there's a ventrilo like program that is used, I think, primarily. Uh, by League of Legends players, it's called Cursed Voice because it integrates itself with the game. You have a choice of like you know opening up a room and people that are on your team that happen to also have Cursed Voice on can get in it because it just it automatically knows, which is like really fucking cool. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's there's a lot of women that play the game. A lot of them. I, I have I have female friends that play the game quite a bit. Just surprising. It's nice. Like I we all know some, but like yeah, just like the ratio. Mm -hmm. You know, it just surprised me. Yeah, it's really nice. It made me feel good. It's cool. I still love the game. Um, now there's really nothing to do until expansion. And honestly, I'm going to be late to the expansion because my fiance is going to be here in two weeks. Um, so I won't be playing much video game. Well, that's not true, Witcher. Because we're both excited. <laughs> I need to get into Witcher 2 already. Uh, yeah. I have it. So, so play it. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I, uh, I played, I think, through the tutorial and my brain was, I was like, fuck it, I'm putting this down. <laughs> mm. It's hard. I, I get you. I'm not good at it, I, well. I'm also not good at video games. That's the other problem. It ain't no Planescape. Like I mean, it's not as tactical as something like like, like Baldur's Gate. I'm, I'm going to do the tutorial again. I have to. 
I don't feel confident enough in my. Put it on easy. You can change the difficulty at any point. Okay. And then just do feel comfortable with it, and then push it up when you feel fine. Okay. I I, mean, I, I just I don't know. Sometimes I get down on myself if I have to go to easy. No, listen. Oh, I, I really do. do. I always do. That yeah. game was built for the idea that someone starts with easy and then moves up. Okay. Normal is I have a feeling for the game. I get the mechanics now. Okay. I'm ready. Easy is like what they expect new players to do. Even if you play Witcher 1, they still expect you to start with easy. That's good. I'm, I'm really not familiar with that. those kind of games. I mean, Skyrim, I think, was the only kind of, like, that kind of game I've played in, in a long time. It's very, very different from Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim is about walking into an area and being like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm just going to do everything. <laughs> and then Witcher is more like, there is a story and a character, and I have a thing that I want to accomplish. More it, there are side quests. It reminded me more of, like, Fable, actually. It is similar to Fable. The way that the story progresses, kind of thing. It's your characters, and there's cutscenes where your character has a personality, and he says things, and and your abilities are kind of similarish. I don't know. It's like it reminded yeah. me. It reminded I mean, me of Fable. Fable might have been like a little loosely inspired by Lost Chapters. Was probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's really fun. I love it. It did the the. Oh man! If I like a tear comes out if I hear like the song from Oakvale, it's like oh. I like oh. Fable. Such a nice. Oh man! I only like the first one. But who I did this? That's one I played. BC. Who did the soundtrack to that game? It was someone like famous. Um, who was it? Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> it was um. It, oh gosh, it wasn't Hans Zimmer. It was Trent Reznor. It's not Trent. No, James Warner. I just like Trent Reznor. Who did um, Isaac Newton Howard? Who 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 did uh, Edward Scissorhands? Danny Elfman. Yes, it was Danny Elfman oh. did the soundtrack for uh, at, least Boingo. Boingo. at least partly for uh, Boingo, Boingo. Boingo, Boingo, Boingo. Listen, if you it's haven't heard it, go listen to uh, the Oakvale theme from the first Fable. It's beautiful. It's so nice. Oh, I love it. Speaking of which, freaking love it. There is a song that He's great. Um, in Final Fantasy XIV that is stolen from Danny Elfman. There's a song when you're fighting the King Moogle. And, um, oh, okay. and, and and it is entirely a ripoff of a song from Nightmare Before Christmas. Man, there's <laughs> like I'll play of... it for you after, but like it, they could sue if they wanted to. <laughs> He's got more money than God. He doesn't need any more. He's right. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's like one song that's like it's such a ripoff that this is Halloween. You will not, <laughs> you will not, not hear it. Danny Elfman is like he's one of those people that you hear his name like that. that he would make that music. His last name's mm. Elfman. He, he would make like fantasy music. He is like really recognizable. <laughs> I feel like his style. Oh, really absolutely! Seen, I love his music. Yeah, yeah. So much. You ever see Forbidden Zone? No. Check out Forbidden Zone. That is the weirdest movie in the world. But he's in that, and he plays. I, I think Satan. I think he's Satan. Danny and, Elfman is acting in him. Oh, he 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 sings in it. Didn't know that. Yeah, because cool. he, he this was his brother directed the movie. Oh, okay. and, and and the movie is, is, is one of the weirdest films ever made. It, it's about... A, it's called like, what again? Forbidden Zone. Forbidden um, Zone. Forbidden Zone. It, it has like 40-year-olds playing as elementary children that get sucked inside another dimension. Cool. And uh, it's, it's very offensive, uh, very Great. weird. And, uh, How old is it? it? It came out in the 70s. It was in black and oh, white wow. when it came out. Okay. Because it was an independent uh, film. Huh. And it's very funny, very, very weird. Hmm. But it is like he, David Lynch weird. I would say not the same style, but like you that wouldn't level? be far off. Okay. I mean, it's it's we talk it's we talk kind of, in Eraserhead weird. I feel like this is so this weird. is more the idea <laughs> yeah. of a bunch of friends got together and just threw shit on a wall and whatever they thought was funny they put on screen. Right. I like it that. just happened to be really strange in the way. Like you have a boy who lives with chickens, so he 
walks like that in his underwear. That's Harry Potter, right? The boy who lived with chickens? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know. Um, hey, main character's name is Frenchie. Uh, hey, He's not French. Potter. There's like an eight-year-old playing a child. <laughs> um, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's got an elementary classroom where there are pimps in the back for no reason. Okay. Actual yeah. pimps. Okay. Um, that's it's, good. It, it's a good movie. I like Sounds it. But, but he does a version of Minnie the Moocher in that that's just amazing. And he sings? Oh, cool. Yeah. And he tap dances. It's interesting because he, he's actually Jack Skellington's singing I could voice. probably find it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, The voice actor for Jack Skellington just does the speaking lines. Danny Elfman sings all the songs. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, never would have known. You'd never know by just listening to it. It sounds, it's, it goes together perfectly. I have, a realization, I have a realization like that that I, that I came to as an adult. Um, you know how, you, you've seen Oliver and Company, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know the, the, the dog that's, why should I worry? That's Billy Joel, isn't it? Yep. It's yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that. Why should I? Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. Holy shit, it's Billy Joel. Billy Joel did a couple tunes in that movie. Yeah, I think he's also just the voice of the dog, too. He's kind of like kind of like how Elton John did a bunch of the Lion King music. That's right. He's kind of like how Billy and, Joel uh, approached that movie. Did Phil Collins do any Lion King? He did Tarzan. No, no, no he did Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and brought, that, brought Don, that movie up from zero to like six. Don DeLuise, <laughs> I think it was. Or not Don. Who did Tarzan? It's okay. Who's Winnie it's the Pooh? Like, Who's yeah, the voice okay. actor for Winnie the Pooh? This matters. Oh. Um, um, you know who I'm talking about. I've heard this before, but it's been like so. In Lion King, oh uh, bother! I can't remember. So in Lion King, that guy, um, the the person who sang for the villain was sick and only did half the song, and then he did the other half, and he just perfectly matched his voice. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but I can't think of his name. He he he's Tigger and Winnie the Pooh, and he's he was he was in Splatterhouse. He's an old dude. He was in the video game Jim Cummings. Splatterhouse. Yes. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Because he did the mask. Yeah, that's And he's Cat from Cat Dog. Yeah. One of the, one of the most amazing I things like to me. A trillion other things. One of the most amazing things to me in the voice acting world, or things that people do, is voice matching. That shit blows me away. Yeah. There was an interview I listened to. It was on the uh, Hey Ash, What You Playing podcast, the Hopcast, as they call it. Um, they had Matthew Mercer on. Matthew Mercer is the voice of Leon, I think, in the later Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very, very talented dude. He's like, you know, probably his, you know, early 30s. He's got this, like, really cool hair. And he's I always like, thought oh, Leon was cool. Ma- Leon! Matthew, he, Matthew Mercer kind of, like, he carries himself kind of like Leon. You know what I mean? He's, like, real, he's real cool looking. And uh, he talks real smoothly and doesn't, he's real quick to say things or whatever. But they were just, ha- they were just fucking with him and having him doing voices on the podcast. Because, you know, they, you have a voice actor on your show, make him say shit, you know? I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um... Like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And they had him, like, he's like, someone asked me to do, like, a gay Scottish gnome once. <laughs> and they're like, what? And they did it. And I was like, holy shit, that's a gay Scottish gnome. He's like, oh, that's pretty nice. I like your little pants there. You know, would you get them on? You a little bit later. It was really cool. And uh, he did a voice match of Gandalf. And it was exactly spot on in a blue mind. It legitimately sounded like they played a clip of I mean, Ian McCown. When that's, when that's, that's your profession and you spend... All your time voice acting. Yeah, it's just it's amazing what I mean when that's your job. Yes, and that's what and you don't do anything but yeah. that. I mean, it's amazing what you can accomplish. I can't think um, of his name. Who's who was the guy who was Joel from Last of Us and like the main character uh, of every single video game ever made? Troy Baker. Did yes, that? Troy okay. Baker. So Troy Baker, I love that man. If you see him in interviews, he's probably one of the most fun people. He's a cool guy. But like yeah. he there he was invited to game so he did, he also had a challenge. Except his was uh, you know that game I Am Bread. You yep. had to be mm. the bread as a. British I just started fan. playing that recently. I should have mentioned. He he did a voice work for that game. For for I'm bread. Not not in the game. He did they they did a let's play and he played as the bread walking down when they played. Have <laughs> you played that game yet? I have. I it's, love it. I, have not, I want to. It is weirdly frustrating. It's it's like, 
you're br- you like you get a headache if you play too long. It's kind of like Octodad. Oh yeah, it, it's I, I think it's bit. way I think I think it's way harder than Octodad. It's harder, also. but but I still have a like. I Octo- love it. I still like Iron Bread. I love it's 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 different. Octodad is a game that you're made is made for you to beat, and right. I Am Bread is a game that is made for you to be frustrated that you can't. <laughs> Here's the cool thing about I Am Bread. I had low expectations for it because it sort of came in the wake of shitty like funny simulator games right, after right. it was totally beaten to death. And who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Am Bread is I don't consider it a, I don't think of it as like a shitty simulator. It's just you're just a piece of bread that navigates the place. It doesn't feel like a. It doesn't feel like that. It's its it own game. It just feels fun. It's like, cool. I like it. And it's... Has a I'm glad that it, it kind of isn't like that, though. And there are different modes that really switch it up. There's there's three modes, I think, at the moment, or four, I don't know. There's one where you have the normal bread, where you have... Uh, you, you use the bumpers and triggers to control each corner of the bread, and mm-hmm. the control sticks to decide where they go, etc., etc. Then there is destruction mode, where there's only two. There's left trigger and right trigger, and you wear a baguette. And you can just fucking go around and smash it, and you get more points for smashing <laughs> it. It's really funny. And then that there's a racing awesome. mode where you're a bagel and you roll. Oh my god! It's cool. It's How do you roll? How do you yeah. control rolling? I, I, don't, I guess like you just. I guess you kind of alternate or something. I haven't. Pl- I played it like once. Okay. I'm, I'm mostly in destruction right now. I, I yeah, think I, I can, played through. It's. It's. Hard. I feel like I'm more of a baguette guy. I'm gonna like that probably. That's my. It's my favorite part. Of the okay. Game. In real life, are you a baguette guy? Do you prefer that to the other two? I am. Well, yeah. there you go. I, I'll say there. There is a section Phallic of the nature game. of it attracts me for some reason. <laughs> there's a section of the game and uh, I. I was inspired by this because I saw Vinny from Vine Sauce playing it, and that guy is like, he's like the best, like, v- like guy to talk about a game while he's playing it kind of person. Like, I just love watching him play games. He was playing the destruction mode. There's a level uh, in Iron Bread where there's a car in a driveway, and you're outside. You know, there's like a barbecue and everything. And so the main goal, it's you get toasted or whatever, right? But to do that, you have to like, you have to break into a car with a brick, and <laughs> and turn the key and start the car and then get on the hood and toast yourself in your time. <laughs> he, and it's wow. just so funny. Like, And there are other ways to get bonus points. Game. Like if you just toast, that's not going to get you the, the you want to get like jam and butter yeah. on it. But if you step in the dog do, that's going to lower your points. Uh, yeah, and you, yeah. you're, and you, you have to start the level over again if you get too dirty. You have a dirty meter. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Vinny was playing it, right? And he's like, he... There's this amazing point in the game that I've come to myself playing it where he became self-aware of what was happening. Because you, you kind of get lost in it and you don't think it's weird anymore after a while. Mm-hmm. And then it snaps back to you. So he was like, he was like a fucking like baguette dangling from a steering wheel, like pressing in the gas and the clutch. He's like, I'm, guys, he like stops playing. He's like, guys, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm a baguette and I'm trying to drive a car. Not, not, not only am I trying to drive a car as a piece of bread, but stick shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like... He just like broke down. He's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" There, <laughs> it's so funny. I like it. There was one other game I played, and then we probably need to wrap up because we only got like five minutes. But sure. uh, I played. It, I think it was called Stick Shift, actually. Okay. And it, this is what brought it up. It is a game where um, it is a man making love to a gay yeah. car. Vinny played that too. A and man making hilarious. love to what? A gay car. Okay, that's what. I thought and then the cop yeah. pulls you over. <laughs> yeah, Stick Shift. Yeah. There's another really it's similar game to you. It's free? Mm-hmm. Okay. Watch, watch, uh, watch Vinny from Vine Sauce play Stitcher. It's, right. it's we'll, funny. We'll, we'll watch it after this. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Another game that I don't think you guys may not have played this. Okay. Murdered Soul Suspect. I've never even heard of it. I'm aware of it. I know someone who actually worked on that game. It's oh, cool. really good. And I was afraid that I would be getting like a terrible heavy rain. Like... Have you played Ghost Trick? Uh-uh. You need to play Ghost Trick. 
Is it like that? It's it's so much like it that you're gonna call plagiarism. It's more like people compare it to like a watered down heavy rain, but it really feels more like a slightly watered down LA Noir. Like you ever play LA Noir yeah, when you're yeah. investigating? It feels like that. Which is which is more um I wish that game was better. it's not necessarily better or worse than approaching it like heavy rain, but it's it's just it's different and I like it a lot. I'm I'm really into that right now. Like well, I'm going back and forth between that and Mortal Kombat right now. Um if you like Phoenix Wright, you need to play Ghost Trick. Because okay. Ghost Trick is the exact same plot um as the game you're playing. It's when did that come out? It came out before. It was a DS oh. game. And that's why Murdered is a little dicey. Really? I've never heard that. It is plagiar. <laughs> they stole the plot. They absolutely stole the plot, but without any of the charm. Uh, that go, that I like it. I like it. All right. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. I'm only a couple hours in. I feel like if, I might. I feel get like bored. you need to play Ghost Trick. Okay. Is there anywhere I can play that other than DS? I think it's on iPhone. I don't have iPhone. Might be on Android. Emulation, it is. Is it on iPhone? Sure, emulation. <laughs> it, it's a great little puzzle game with okay. visual novel, and it's really fun. And it's got a really good story. I'm kind of starting to get into like but mystery games and stuff like that. Yeah, but it it's got um, it's from the maker of Phoenix Wright, and it was like his one game that he's made other than Phoenix Wright. And I actually think it's better than any of the Phoenix Wright games. I love it. I just it's had a quick genius great. thought. Are there emulators out there for Nintendo DS or 3DS where you can actually use a like a graphics tablet to do the touch screen yes. part? Fuck yeah! I'm gonna gonna figure that out. That I have like it. No brainer. I, I have I, one. I have a drawing pad. I have a tablet. And it, and it, well, I mean, it might be different than what you're saying. I know but that. But I'm sure there's something. I know that with uh, Nintendo Wii emulators, you use your mouse instead of the. the well, if you can calibrate, if you can calibrate like different actions for different controller buttons on PC games, I would imagine you'd be able to calibrate like the mouse for the sure for a drawing pad. They gotta start wrapping. Okay. Up. Yeah, I well, we love you. Yeah, it was, I don't. A, it was a good episode. We we got a lot of shit in there. We're still yeah, in the episode. What yeah. do you mean? You could ruin it right now. It's still a good episode. It's not um, well as yet. I, I would like pee. to thank our guest, um, John. Who, who's that? What? You're you're our guest. Oh, I've been a guest on every episode, and I like the streak you? I'm on. Yeah, and this is your final episode. Good. <laughs> it, it's now just going to be Max. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Max. Just Max. That's Max. gonna be the theme song. Is gonna be Max. <laughs> Look at Max, he wears a shirt. It, hmm? It's really more of a sweater. Yeah. It's a fictional band. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'll put the Twitter usernames up and uh, subscribe to the channel. The more support we get, the better we feel inside. <coughs> hit, the, hit the button that looks like that. If we get to 200 subscribers, I'll eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in private. If you don't like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe, I can promise that. we yeah, will cancel the show. Bye. So you better do that. Bye. You better do that. <laughs>